Jay Brown with it. Come on, Jay Brown. I like the way you teach it, not preachy. I like to listen up. Listen up, yeah. I like the way you teach it, not preachy. I like to listen up. Listen up. I like the way you teach it, not preachy. I like to listen up. I like the way you teach it, not preachy. You better listen up. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Preachy, where you can be inspired, informed, comforted, and convicted all by the Word of God, but just not too preachy. I am your host for this evening. My name is Jason Brown, but the people who love me call me JB, and so that's what I go by. And I want to start out, uh, as always, my show uh, with some shout-outs tonight. How about that? Uh, a few birthday shout-outs. It's a, it's a lot of birthdays today, but I'm just going to give a few. Uh, my cousin, Jackie Buckner, I think she's in the Dallas area. Happy birthday, my dear. I haven't seen you in years, but happy birthday to you. Yes. I know a birthday. Okay, please give your birthday. I saw a parade, so I think their name was Haley. Okay, whoever Haley is, who had the birthday around the corner that had the parade, happy birthday to you. Um... How about Andrew Barry II, Pastor Andrew Barry out there in Texas City. Uh, happy birthday, I think it's going to be today or tomorrow, not sure. Uh, Hilde Crucial, old co-worker of mine, happy birthday to you. And I got a cl- couple of classmates, Kelly Burnett, uh, you have a birthday coming up. Happy birthday to you. And I think today, Denise Garrett, uh, one, of the, one of the cool homies uh, from the school, happy birthday to you. You have to, I, I have to do this. Even though it was Sunday, happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers, godmothers, grandmothers, mother figures, um, all, all, of, all of you. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Uh, sorry. Uh, all of the mother figures, uh, those of you who have been mothers uh, in, in place of mothers that were not around, whether you birthed children or you have been a mother to somebody. Uh, God bless you for uh, what you do, and we love you. You are appreciated. We know that you are the first teacher of the child, um, and so um, uh, thank you for uh, birthing and speaking life into people. Um, shout out to everybody who ran for Ahmad Arbery and did your 2.23 miles uh, last week. Uh, I think that's important to do, uh, that we're able to do that together. But let me tell you this. Make sure you run to the poll, too. That's where we affect change in the places where the decisions are made. I, I really... Mm, it's hard to leave that alone, but I don't want to take that tangent tonight because it is going to continue to be talked about ad nauseum. Uh, but I just know um, that it's, it hits a special place with me uh, because I have also been harassed and accosted in the neighborhood where I grew up uh, for suspicion of a crime, um, which I was not committing, neither me nor my friend, um, and it could have easily have been me. And I also consider that I have a black boy as a son. It could easily be him. Um, 
but let's take it to the polls, exercise our rights, and let's put people in office uh, that have our best interests at heart. Uh, and then at the end of the day, you know, God will still get the final say. Continue to teach your children to do right. Continue to teach your children to treat other people right. I'm, I'm going to leave that there. I'm going to leave that there. Uh, I want to give a special shout out uh, to my boy uh, that's in here, my frat brother, uh, who welcomed me in when I walked in the MC Williams Middle School out in the Acres Home area. Big shout out to the good brothers, Gabriel Mosley. He popped in today, and I'm giving him a special shout out. Let me tell you why. Gabriel Mosley makes his own soap. Now, I went to his house uh, years ago, and he was ahead of the curve already. This dude had a farm in his backyard, right? So he's growing corn, and I think the only thing at the time he was going to store for was to get his fish and his meat, right? Uh, and he doesn't eat a whole lot of meat, and he's a clean eater. Uh, but he was already organic before organic got popular. Um, but then recently, he started, uh, a couple of years, he started making his own soap. And so I do not buy my soap in the store. I buy black-owned, handmade, completely organic. It's called Success Soap. Gabriel, if you're still here, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to jump in. Oh, hey, Latasha Norwood. Uh, congratulations to you and her husband. Um, but Gabriel, go ahead if you don't mind. Y'all look in the comments. He's going to drop the link in there to where you can go and get this soap. I use the non-scented one, and I use the oatmeal one, and my children use it too. Um, but, it's man, it's, it's the best soap. I love it. Um, it's homemade, homegrown, all organic, uh, no chemicals or anything like that. All natural, success soap. Go get it. Go check it out. Um, and, yeah. and give my man a look. All right. I got a special guest. Got a special guest coming in for tonight's I'm Vexed. I want to present to some and introduce to others one of the funniest people on this planet. Y'all make some noise for the Adrian Hudson Brown. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all um, right. Here we are, not too vexed. Uh, 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 is mommy in the, are you in the camera? I don't know. I don't know where to sit. Sit on that. Oh, it's really here comfortable. Go. Here we go. She, she's going to tell you tonight, she, she has her own vexed. She has her own vexed. So, honey, um, the floor is yours. Would you, would you tell us why, um, why you're vexed and what vexes you? Okay. So listen, I'm a churchy going girl. It vexes me when a preacher is preaching. He up there sweating. He preaching his word, all of that. And you have somebody on the side of you, especially in the back. The back people, mm -hmm. they they get me because mm -hmm. I have to turn around. The preacher preaching, he in the word, mm -hmm. he in the text. He preaching. In the text. In the text. He reading from the B-blade. Got the word. Read. Mm -hmm. Preaching. And he preaching and they finishing his statement, but not with what he's saying. <laughs> like, <laughs> killing me. I mean, I just, it hurts me inside. 
And you know, that definitely bothers me. I'm for real. It's like, seriously. All right, so how does that go? All right, here we go. I'm going to try it. And, like, you, and, you tell, and you tell me how it go. Like, he preaching. Like, he in the Word. Okay, okay. Let's try let's, 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 so you give So you can give uh, the, an example. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in and, green and the man pastures. gets to you. Yes, Lord. Yes, laying down my side. The, my burden, laying my burdens down. No, that is not, no, that's not where that is. You done mixed all up the New Testament and the Old Testament. You done put it all together. It's like gulag. <laughs> I just don't, it, 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 I can't, I can't concentrate. The Jesus in you can't connect with the Jesus in you. <laughs> that, that kills me. So. People, read the word. But you, you know why that happened though. Why does that happen? It happens because the different, like different types of Christians. Oh, okay. Like you got like, you got the the true Christians. Okay. They in that King James. Okay. You got the, <laughs> That's a true Christian. That's a true Christian. Okay. <laughs> you got that new Christian. Okay. They in the NASB or the NIV. Okay. So you got the the true Christians, okay. the new Christians, and then you got you Christians. Okay. You Christians. Being the message, so they be bring they ain't that man. The words not even in the Bible. Yeah, the message is. That's a summary. Don't read the Song of Solomon's with your children. Yeah. In the Message Bible, but I can understand. Because. I, <laughs> I, I can understand how that vexes you. Here you say, uh, one Friday he died. Yeah. He stayed in the grave all, all night days. Friday and Sunday. And he uh, stayed Sunday in the grave. afternoon. We Right early yeah. in the morning. All of that. That's, that's just, just that, that, that would vex that me too. That's killing me. It that kills my me that kills my spirit. Yeah. Do me a favor. What's up? Pray about that. I don't know about that true Christian, new Christian stuff. And you Christian, I am you Christian. I'm not, I'm not sure, <laughs> but I'm in that NASB. Boy, I'm in that message like a movie. What? Okay. Appreciate you coming through. That's I'm vexed for the night, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm vexed for the night. Can you get them children so they don't come back in the morning? I'm not gonna go to bed. I mean, I'm going to be watching. <laughs> Peace. I'm vexed, y'all. Let's go ahead and get into the word. Uh, we're in a new series. You can call it season two. I think I'm going to call it season two, episode one, just because I want to be, I guess, fancy. I don't know if that's what it is. But this series is the I Am Statements of Jesus. I Am Statements of Jesus. I got a quick question for you. How's that, how's that, how's that Rona body looking for you? How how we holding up? How how are we are we are we putting on that Rona fifteen? Kind of like that freshman fifteen? Are we we eating everything that's around? I've seen some memes where they got attack dogs in front of refrigerators and signs are saying you're not that hungry, you just bored. Go get away get away from the refrigerator. How y'all eating out there, man? What what are y'all eating? I know my struggle is ice cream. My struggle has always been ice cream, and so there have been times where I'm just bored, even before uh, COVID nineteen and this pandemic, that I have just gotten up. At 10 o'clock at night and going to the corner store and get a pint of ice cream and sit in front of the TV and watch whatever's there uh, on the TV, flipping channels. Or um, I, uh, you know, have a craving for a burger or something. You know, my, my appetite, even now, has not been too bad, but it has definitely been struggling with ice cream. Struggling with ice cream. I also struggle with bread. I, I, I don't know if I have anybody in here else, anybody else in here that struggles with bread, but I struggle with bread. Um, cause I, I like 
depending on the meal, depends on the bread that I want. Like if I'm eating a catfish dinner, then I need a piece of white bread, right? Um, or if I'm eating a, a turkey sandwich, I, I need wheat bread. But that's just me. I'm kind of weird like that. Um, if if I'm eating, you know, my uh, regular plate from Luby's where I get, you know, fish and cabbage and black-eyed peas, then I need a roll. I need a roll, right? Um, I, when I'm at my Aunt Pat's house and she's made uh, greens, she mixed up collards and a mustard, and she's cooking, she done cooked some greens, and then we have oxtails and rice and mac and cheese and uh, candy yams and the only thing that goes with all of that is hot water cornbread. I, I hope I got a, a not too preachy witness out there. The only thing that goes with that is a hot water cornbread, man. And um, if, uh, if I want a good burger, I just don't want any regular old bread. Don't don't even give me the sesame seed bread. But I'm, I want I want my bread. Uh, I want a good bread, but I want it lightly toasted with a little bit of butter. You know, when you go to the uh, the Red Wagon over on Alameda Genoa, they kind of toast they, they buns with a little bit of butter. You know, and I haven't been running around getting burgers, but I do have a taste. I'm talking about I got a taste for them. Well, how, what's your diet looking like right now? What's your, what's your meals looking like right now? I, 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 what, what you eating? What are you feeding on? You know, one of my favorite miracles in the Bible um, is when Jesus feeds the 5,000. That's John chapter 6. And he feeds the 5,000 um, with five loaves of bread and two very small fish. Like, I, if, there's, if there's one of the miracles where I wanted to see in person is to watch him take this little boy's lunch and lift it up and then just start breaking it and just passing it out and just everybody eating. If you listen to Steve Harvey, he'll call it the world's greatest fish fry. Uh, and so in John chapter 6, the beginning of John chapter 6, he feeds the 5,000. And so they were so amazed at this particular miracle that Jesus was like, you know what, they're going to try and make me king right now. It's, it's not time for all of that. You know, what they want is what's going on here on earth. And, and I'm trying to build, I'm trying to show them something and teach them something that is much greater than what's going to be here on earth. And so he runs off, well, not really runs off, but he retreats and goes out to the mountains to be alone by himself after this major miracle where he fed over 5,000 uh, people out there. That didn't include the women and children. So that's, you know, that's a lot of bread passing out and, you know, gathering up. That's, that's a lot of work. But Jesus just retreats. He runs off. And he's in the mountains by himself. In the meantime, disciples um, get in the boat and they're going across to the other side. They're crossing the sea and they're going um, to the other side. But while they're on the sea, the, the, the wind starts to blow and now the water is troubling. It's boisterous and it's blowing all over the place. And these guys in this boat fighting for their lives. And it's dark, so you really can't see anything around you. All they can see is probably each other. And then Jesus comes walking up on the water. I mean, you just got them feeding 5,000. You wouldn't got some quiet time alone in the mountains. And here you come walking on the water. And they're kind of afraid. And he's like, nah, it's me. Be cool. And then he gets into the boat. And as soon as he gets into the boat, then they're on shore and they're safe. And when they get there, the crowd that he just fed tracked him and met him on the other side of the sea. Like they were, they've been trying to follow him and find him this entire time after he fed them. Um, and they're like, man, you know, Jesus, when did you get here? When did you arrive? And Jesus was like, uh, you didn't come here for any signs, but you really just came here for some more food, right? 
Um, instead, this is Jesus talking, instead of coming here for this, this food, work for the food that's eternal, the food that I'm going to give, right? And the crowd is like, all right, well, how do we work for eternal food? How do we do that? Jesus says it's simple. Here's the work. Believe in me. That's it. Believe in the one whom the Father sent. That's me. Cool. The crowd said, all right, show us a sign so we can believe, that we can see and believe. Show us a sign. And I, I read that, and I, and I paused for a second. I'm still in John chapter 6. And I'm like, now, come on now. Like, y'all just saw him feed what could have probably been ten to 15,000 people with this little boy's fish sandwiches, and y'all talking about show us a sign. Like, what, what, uh, what else did you need to see that he actually, I'm, I, was, I saw that. But Jesus, I'm glad, you know, Jesus didn't respond like me at, at, at that statement. He says, okay, you want a sign? I got one for you. Here's a sign, but it's an oldie but a goodie. Remember back in Exodus when your forefathers came from under uh, Pharaoh's hand in slavery? And in Exodus 15, uh, Pharaoh's army drowned in the sea because the Israelites crossed over on dry ground and the waters that opened for your forefathers closed on Pharaoh. You remember that story? And when he got onto the other side and Miriam and everybody was praising and celebrating the horse and the rider that's drowned in the sea. They had this great song and celebration and now it's time to get tracked into the promised land and remember when your forefathers were complaining. I know y'all remember this, Jesus is saying, because you all rehearsed this story all the time. This is a part of Hebrew history. This is a highlight in Hebrew history. The Exodus is the highlight of Hebrew history. That's why you celebrate the Passover because it led to your liberation. So He's reminding them of this and saying, remember what happened in Exodus 16 when and y'all were complaining uh, about being hungry? And Moses went and prayed and God said, all right, watch this. And he said, I'm a, and he didn't say, he just did, rain down bread from heaven. And so when they woke up in the morning, after they did all the complaining, they looked on the ground, they had food that they actually can pick up and eat. And they had that bread every day. And they could only, only pick up what they could pick up for the day. That's where you get that part where Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. Trust me for today. I'll worry about tomorrow when we get there. He said, there's your sign, but check this out. Moses didn't do that. My father in heaven did that. He rained down bread from heaven, but watch this. Not only did he do it then, but he's doing it right now. He's raining down. Or he's already sent true bread but not that has a temporary fix, but the bread that gives life. I'm still in John chapter 6. I'm just trying to walk you through it. So the crowd says, I word up. You got this bread of life. It's better than the bread that, that was out there with Moses and my forefathers. Bet. We want that bread. And this is where we land in tonight's first I am statement. Jesus said in John 6 and 35, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will not hunger, and he who believes in me will never thirst. That's what Jesus said. I am the bread of life. Well, what does that mean in short? What, what does that have to do? Can I, can, I, can I tell you something? Watching what you eat spiritually is just as important as watching what you eat physically. You see, one will just make you gain weight while the other has eternal weight. And I know we're in this rolling time and, you know, we're kind of, we're kind of, you know, some of us are watching what we eat and we're exercising and we're maybe not trying to consume so much bread or consuming some bread. And some of it is good, overabundance, you're going to get heavy. 
But have we been taking care of our spiritual diet? Have we been feasting on the bread of life, who is Jesus Christ? Uh, you can do uh, one of several things as it relates to your diet. You can have a diet full of uh, fast food and candy. It's cheap, it's easy, uh, but eventually it's bad for your stomach and your teeth will be ruined and you won't be able to eat real good food. Follow me for a second. We can do that spiritually as well by listening to a, a lot of bad information as it relates to Christianity, as it relates to the Bible. Um, you know, if I name it, then I should just be able to get it. Um, that, that kind of stuff, the, the prosperity where, you know, I, I, you know, if I put this in, then I'm, I'm going to get this kind of stuff out. And, and, we'll, and, and, and sometimes we're watching people get rich over in abundance because they're selling that kind of stuff. But then when it comes to the struggles that hit you in life, the hard times and that, then that kind of stuff is, is ruining your teeth. It's kind of like cotton candy. It's kind of like, uh, you know, this teacher thing that Jesus is, you know, tipping around, everything's cool, la, 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 he's a hippie. And then, I mean, who do you call on when life hits you? Or, 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 or what do you do when you have to deal with the hard teachings of Jesus? Watch this. If you finish chapter uh, 6 in uh, the book of John, Jesus was talking more about the fact that he's a bread of life. And he said, well, if you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, then you have no part with me. That's a hard teaching. That's not cotton candy kind of stuff that everything is going to be roses and everything is going to be great. That's hard teachings. And you know what they did to that hard teaching? Because their teeth were rotting. All they wanted was some food and to be feeling good about themselves and just to be lifted up. But then when Jesus came and talking about that old crazy cannibalism talk, they was like, ah, we ain't no part of that. And they left so fast that Jesus turned to his disciples and was like, are y'all going to leave too? But they didn't understand that he was speaking metaphorically. Metaphorically, Digest me is what he's saying. He is the bread of life. So be careful. Fast food, bad theology, bad teaching, and not in the Bible, that's going to ruin your teeth and you won't be able to handle the meaty things and the weightier things that have to do with living this uh, bold life as a Christian. You could feed your fear. You're afraid to try this and you're afraid to try that. Or you get over-dependent on, on things just because you're comfortable. And so anything that looks different than what you're used to, you don't want to fool with. Even though that thing that you depended on or that thing that made you comfortable uh, is really not good for you. Like this particular habit or this particular person or this particular situation because you're used to it and it's predictable but it's no good for you you're afraid to step out and do something different and so you feed the negativity you feed that talk you feed the what if i don't want to try things may get bad but yeah true things may be bad but things also may be good and you can feed your fear and if you feed your fear then your fear will grow and then you'll never go to where god is trying to get you with some of these places that god is trying to get us is really scary and unpredictable man god is good but he's not always safe right you can feast on fast food and candy you can feed your fear but you can also feed your faith look at what jesus says here's how you feed it come to him that's what he said in the scripture come to him hang around spend time spend time with him in his word Spend time in prayer. Spend time with people who talk about him. Spend time under preaching that talks about him. Spend time with him. Feed your faith by coming to him. And then not only that, believe. Come to me. You'll never hunger. Believe and you'll never thirst. Believe in what he has done. Uh, believe in what he is doing. Believe in what he will do. Look at the people. 
believe in what he has done. He just fed over 5,000 men, not counting women and children. Believe in what he is doing. Right now in the text, he's teaching them with authority, saying that he is the one who was sent by the Father to be bread of life. And then believe in what he will do because later on in the book of John, he's going to give his life as a ransom for many. Uh, even for us, believe in what he has done. He's already given his life as a ransom. Uh, believe in what he's doing right now. Right now, he's seated on the right hand of the Father, making intercession on our behalf. He's talking to the Father on our behalf. He's calling our name out in prayer. Look, can I say this for Mother's Day real quick? I'm not too preaching, but let me say this real quick. I know it's cool to have mama praying for you, grandmama praying for you, your friends praying for you, your cousin praying for you, even your children praying for you, your co-workers praying for you. But let me say this. There's nothing better than Jesus praying for you. He did so in John chapter 16 or 17. I'm not sure which one. That's not too preachy part. But he's doing it right now, making intercession on our behalf. Believe in what he has done. He paid the price for our sin. Believe in what he will do. He's praying for us right now. Uh, believe in what he is doing. Uh, pray, praying for us right now. Believe in what he will do. Those who believe he's coming back. And look the result of coming to him and believing in him is that we will be completely satisfied. Never hunger. Never thirst. And it's in direct contrast to the manna because the manna they had to keep coming back day after day after day. It was a daily trust, but also a daily appetite. But can you imagine being in a spiritual place where you are completely satisfied? And that takes spending time and having faith with and in Jesus Christ. He said to himself, I am the bread of life. Two words tonight. Jesus sandwich. What? <laughs> Jesus sandwich. You ought to try it. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. That's all I have tonight. I look forward to getting to the barbershop pretty soon. Now I got to make an appointment and I'm sure I got to cover up in all kind of Rona gear just to get my hair covered. I don't know what I'll do. I may lock it or I may twist it or I'm just not sure what I'm going to do. Just to remind you guys, um, I am available for booking to come and uh, speak, train, or even uh, be a one-on-one -on -one coach for you as you uh, make this journey uh, through life. Uh, I primarily deal with young people and people who are serving young people. Uh, so all you got to do is message me or hit me up on the website, www.4142.com. Also, yes, F-O-R-T-Y. Also, um, make sure you uh, click the link below and go ahead and get you some of the new uh, well-done gear that I have. I think the store is going to be open for about six days, so hop in, uh, purchase, uh, purchase some gear. You can get a t-shirt, you can get a long-sleeve shirt. I got sleeveless hoodies, and I got traditional hoodies. So go ahead and check that website out. Also, look out for tomorrow. For those of you who have children, nieces, nephews, grandchildren, or know of somebody that has them, that are between... 7th uh, grade and 11th grade, and I mean going into the 7th grade and going, to the, going into the 11th grade, uh, I'm going to start uh, taking registration for this summer's writing camp where you'll get uh, 10 sessions of writing and uh, additional leadership training for those 10 sessions to work concurrently together. Uh, and for the writing, that's going to be uh, 15 hours of individual individualized instruction. It's going to be great, and your children will come out better communicators in writing. They're going to write their personal narrative. Uh, so look out for that. Registration will open up tomorrow, and then the class, the online class, will launch in June. That's all I got. I got nothing else. Um, I love tonight's text, man, and I'm so glad uh, that you're here with me. Until next time, 
will be on the second I am statement. Uh, may the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. And uh, Fried frogs taste bad on burgers. Um, Cheeseburgers specifically. I don't think you should put a fried frog on it all. Peace, y'all. Well, I heard a fried frog leg.